0: This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Ladies, Bumble is in your corner. They remain dedicated and committed to supporting women, providing a safer space to build kind and meaningful connections. And the way they see it, every day is International Women's Day. So this year, to show their ongoing support, Bumble is investing in the next generation of women making moves for a better tomorrow. Make your move and join Bumble in supporting women. Visit Bumble.com slash IWD.
1: Carrera, the official sunglasses partner of Coachella, is offering a chance to win a VIP experience for four to weekend one of this year's festival. There's no purchase necessary. Simply register by March 24, 2023. For official rules and to register, go to us.carreraworld.com. That's us.carreraworld.com. Open to U.S. residents 21 and older. By entering, you agree to the official rules of the sweepstakes. Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Okay, good to know, Jimmy. Mm. Hey, guys. Looking good. It is look, good to know, Jimmy. Look at, it's good to know, Jimmy. Um... good to know all of you guys welcome into the garden report uh here
2: this is gonna be one of those classic garden reports john 2021 dude we haven't even
1: we haven't even started and like there's like seventy-five thousand comments already i've already seen all of them are about marcus smart and a little bit of tatum and just anger and just anger um so we're here and we're gonna do a show and you, um we're going to sure? hear we're going to feel your rage and we're going to try to channel some of it. It's always funny. I like to Jimmy, I like to balance things, okay? If the mm-hmm. rage is very high, you like to um, go the
3: opposite, okay?
1: Uh, not always opposite,
3: but yeah. I see but, what you're saying. You but, don't want to be too heavy. On I, if
1: thing. I yeah, I don't want to emotionally hijack uh people right now and take away the, their anger and how they're feeling. So I'll let you guys rage. Um I'll try to stay a little even, but This is as bad as it gets. There's no excuse. It's like when you have this this team
2: they played stinks. They are the worst of the worst.
1: They stink. And when you have these (laughs) guys, they really do. This team is so bad. All right. They don't do
2: anything. Hold on. They tried as hard as they could. Time out. Time out. out.
1: We'll get into it in a minute. We do have to mention uh, before we absolutely get started here again, (laughs) uh, this podcast is uh, brought to you by. Uh, our good friends at FanDuel. We've partnered with FanDuel, as many of you guys know. Uh, gambling became uh, legal. Sports betting uh, went online Friday. Yeah. We partnered with FanDuel. Uh, yeah, it's here. So if you guys are interested in this kind of thing, um, you know, Celtics looked like a pretty good, um, pretty good bet tonight. Thirteen. <laughs> went,
3: went. Easy. I would um, went that way. You know what though? The only, the only surefire bet in tonight's Celtics game, if you lived in Massachusetts. You could have bet $50 on the Celtics to just score a single point tonight. And yeah. You would have won $50. What? I, and it I, turns I, out that's the only way to win money against I wanna know the uh, I want to
1: know the odds on Joe Mazzulla saying something along the lines of, we got some good looks tonight in the press conference, because I bet those were pretty good as well. But um, <laughs> sign up here, fanduel.com slash Boston. If you do that, you get an uh, exclusive offer of, uh, let's put it up on the screen right there. Why mm-hmm. not? Bet 5, get 200, Fanduel.com slash Boston. You can also scan that little code there. That's going to take you right to it if that's what you want to do. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and please sign up. By all means, uh, check it out. We'll tell you more about Fanduel and all the exciting uh, opportunities there. Uh, you can get into it, but let's talk about some basketball. That's what you guys are here for. Um, yeah, I mean, they stink, Bobby. You put it perfectly. Middle of the season. We're talking about the Rockets, right? Middle. Here's the thing. Yes, middle oh, of the season. We could be talking about the Celtics. You, you know, game four of a six game swing. You've been out West, you know, a second of a back to back. You're doing the Texas two step, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You're like, and you get stuck and you get, you know, you're, you want to come home. Okay, you lose a game like this. You'd be like, all right, it sucks. This team is, like, minus Rob Williams, friggin' healthy. And about to enter the playoffs, twelve games off a to good go. win
2: too. Two good wins
1: off uh, off a good win, and I mean they just just didn't feel like showing up and playing at all at any point tonight. They never took this game seriously. Uh, everything was crap. Just crap performances, crap defense, crap shot selection, crap, 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 brutal the whole way through. I mean, so how do you reconcile this, guys? Bobby.
2: You worry about their style of play right now. Defense, and non-emphasis for sure at this point in the season. They might have the statistical resume of a great defensive team, but you watch them in a game like this and they didn't play like one. Uh, they gave up rim looks throughout this game. In the end, 54 points in the paint for the Rockets. Uh, for just going right at them. Uh, and then offense, the three. How many times are we going to have the conversation? Twelve of forty-two in this 28 percent. This is the twenty-sixth game I believe out of forty-two uh, since that twenty-one and five start, John, where you uh, shoot below the league average at thirty-six percent from three, and they've only won nine of those games, nine and seventeen now over that stretch. Uh, they are shooting poorly often, and when they do, they lose uh, at
3: a high rate.
1: And, and I guess, I mean, Jimmy, your you know your thoughts.
3: On um, this specific game. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, it's this a two a... water bottles for of tonight tonight. Okay? What do you got? Ketchup and mustard now. Ketchup and mustard because we're going I'm gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be ranting tonight. Oh my okay. god, dude! It's like You're... the Krusty Krab. Yeah. And hot dog. Do yep. like a gigantic hot dog in the room. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um. Really does look like it, yeah. Super fresh. What's what's in both those bottles? Because I know
1: right. everyone loves the water bottle. So go ahead, Jimmy. You just talk okay. don't, don't I'm trying to me, uh... I'm a little
3: distracted to be completely honest. I've never seen something so yeah. preposterous before. Yeah. But okay. um I felt like when the Celtics drove the ball and went to the basket, and I know they lost last quarter. They lost tonight on a on a layup that I actually had no problem with with the layup attempt. I was actually pleasantly surprised that it wasn't some dumb three pointer. But I thought they settled for too many shots tonight. Stagnant offense. Uh, We can talk about the defense. I know that's probably what Bobby's going to focus on because, yeah, they they, they couldn't get a ton of stops when they needed to against a team that was begging them to get stops. Um, But offensively, it was just like that second half, it got stagnant. Um, I thought that they were were just settling for shots. And, you know, Tatum did not have a shot tonight. Uh, We already know that Marcus Smart's been off significantly in all facets of the game. Other than Jalen Brown and, and Malcolm Brogdon, um, really, it was a really piss poor effort I thought um, from the Celtics, and I do want to I do want to specifically single out Jalen Brown, and, well, and Malcolm Brogdon, but those two guys I actually thought did bring the energy and did try to will these guys um, to a win tonight, but two guys just isn't yeah. to do that. I mean,
1: imagine if Jalen Brown, pretty methodical comeback. Imagine if Jalen Brown didn't do what Jalen Brown does, yeah. like. My god, this is what he got blown out blowout, yeah. You know, like Jalen Brown was ridiculous and like just a one man show. And I mean, again, yeah, he deserved it, the ball at the end of the game. And, and Brogdon, uh, you know, Brogdon, uh, as, as well as you said, Jimmy, I, you know, sure, yeah, absolutely played well. It was interesting. Brogdon was closing, um, you know, mm-hmm. that 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 uh, that I, he I went with I, the hot I, hand. Joe doesn't know what he's doing right now, he it, went with the hot hand. Joe has no clue what he's doing. I mean, he's still he's still throwing darts blindfolded right now, trying to figure stuff out. Grant hadn't been playing, puts him in for eight minutes in the first half. Never see him again. Muscala just comes out of no. I mean, Cornette comes out of nowhere, dust him off, throw him out there. You know when you're playing White and Brogdon to start a quarter, the fourth. You know that means Smart is coming in. So even if somebody else has a hot hand, that means you're going right. to end up bringing Smart back because those guys aren't going to play 12 minutes each. So he's just boxing himself in with some of the stuff that he's doing. It's so perplexing. We're we're 12 games left in the season. He still can't figure out that Marcus is his third best point guard right now. Uh, and 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 I mean, do something, you know? Like, but the rotations, everything is a mess. Fine, that's on the Joe side of things. The other is. You can't come to a game like this and just half your guys decide to play and not play. Almost everything is perplexing about tonight. It's kind of all flooding out of me at once. But, like, did did Tatum look like he took this game seriously at any point tonight?
2: Five of 30, three of 13 start, five of 15 from there. Uh, Another slow shooting start, I think one of nine uh, launching them. But we talked about in the group chat, John, they're telling him to do this. They want him to take these aggressive pull-up threes to challenge defenses. The question you have is, do you need to do that on night like tonight, where they're not falling, where you're not playing the best defensive team in the world? It is a bottom five team on both ends in Houston. When he put his head down in that third quarter, he scored at will. Yep. And he ended up rounding out a decent second half and got that great look at the end. So one three-point attempt after that one-and-nine start gets more aggressive going to the hole changed his night and the celtics didn't play with great feel for the game tonight and this goes back to what i said last night john or two nights ago are they so obsessed with hitting these analytical markers with playing the style that joe wants them to play right now that they're not playing in tune with the game i thought jalen did he got to his spots he found so many comfortable places to score on the floor and i think he has that freedom to pull up get in the pocket get to the rim uh, get to the corner when he needs to he has a lot more freedom right now I think offensively than Tatum showed to uh, to be playing with in this game and I, they, they just look like a very rigid team offensively to me right now and it really is do the threes fall or do they not and that's deciding wins and losses right now
1: well that's the whole thing is uh, this is where I mean they've got a real kind of Identity crisis at this point because
3: I think that's the perfect way to describe it.
1: You know, because,
3: I don't think so.
2: I think no,
1: we all
3: know what their identity is.
1: I, well, no, I, I, I mean, yeah, there's some things that where they're known for, Jimmy. I agree. I'm, I'm saying the identity crisis is you want to go out and play ball with some, you know, and use some of your instincts and do the things that you're supposed to do. But somewhere in the back of your mind, it's Joe really wants me to shoot this three. So you're behind the line and you're thinking, normally, I would kind of, you know, move this ball or try to get it into the paint and see if I can do something with it. But it's open and like it's my job to shoot it. So I guess I should launch it because the coach wants me to. So now you're kind of taking yourself out of your own game thinking like, I guess that's what I do. And now all of a sudden you're instead of playing basketball and trying to create good shots, you know, all threes are not the same. But to them, if it's an analytical number and it's just simply, I want 45 threes a game, you're like right. trying to fill a quota and you're like, it's open. I better take it. This so, is
2: this is what Jalen told me because I followed up when he said, you know, he told me right. at one point, we I thought we shoot too many threes against New York. Yep. So I follow up with him because again, Joe, after that says, you know, we need more threes after that Brooklyn game. Uh, Jalen comes and says, it's a balance. I think any time a team gets more shots than you with more turnovers and all of the above, it's a recipe for disaster. No matter what the shot is, as long as we shoot more shots, we'll be in good shape to win. Tonight wasn't that case. I forget which night that was, but I think... They got a lot more shots than us and outplayed us and out-toughed us a little bit, but it's a balance trying to find that rhythm between taking threes and getting in the baskets. A couple plays in the second half, I felt like I could have got to the basket, and I shot a three when I probably could have gotten in the basket. Yep. So I'm just trying to find that rhythm. So it's, best that's decisions. the thing
1: is that you're, you're incorporating more thinking than is necessary uh, into this stage of things where – things should be second nature for this team right now. They know what they're looking for. they, And that's what I mean by the identity, Jimmy. They should know yeah. what they're trying to accomplish all the time. And instead it's like, I'm, I guess I should take this, huh? And they're doing that. And that's weird to me that it's happening right now. And that's part of the problem.
3: You know what's weird is like Joe Mizzou is a, he's a former, you know, pretty, pretty damn good college basketball player. It's not like he's just like this nerd up in the, you know – Ninth floor is just crunching numbers and saying you've got to shoot more threes. Statistics show it's like he has a feel for the game, or at least he should. He should know that. And you know, Bobby, if that if that's what you're concerned, is that these guys are way too concerned with just hitting a you know an attempts number, right? Just to to maximize your value and all that stuff. I just feel like that's a weird. Well, you that know what be, it was. That Jimmy? would be. I feel like that would be weird for like a, a an, um, an ex college athlete. I think to, it's a recent
2: to... trend, though. It, whatever happened in that Brooklyn game seem to send them into a panic a little bit. Like, we got outshot in that game. They figured out a recipe to outshoot us and gain that analytical advantage, and we can't let that happen again. So I is, think that became Joe's emphasis in the weeks after.
1: Is the analytical advantage have anything to do with the win or a loss tonight? Or was it effort? Was it not boxing out? Was it Right. Uh, set Was it settling for shots? Like, which part was it? Which part of the analytics saves them tonight? That's kind of what I'm talking about. It, you can put that in a bucket and say, if you're playing hard, playing smart, playing well, doing all the things you're supposed to do in a basketball game to win, then, all things being equal, it's better if your shot profile includes more threes than not. But you can't just say that's what you gotta do at the expense of everything else. So And to seeing... be
2: fair to be fair to Joe, he's pointed that out too. Like you gotta get the offensive rebounding, right? You gotta get the That's turnovers the thing is if
1: everything's broken, who balling. gives a crap how many threes? Like, I know we're making a big deal about it, but like it's a strange obsession at this point in the season to like, we need more, we need more. Why are we talking about missed layups instead of this? Like, this is dumb, we're good, like shoot Mm -hmm. more threes shoot more threes is
2: anything wrong with saying things aren't going well right now do
1: everything else first better and then you will then when you have those the shots didn't go in nights it's fine but they're not doing anything well they're not defending well they're not boxing out what they have 19 assists tonight they're not moving the ball well. There's nothing going on like in these losses when they're playing poorly. It's a total breakdown. It's not just a shrug your shoulders, shots didn't go sort of game. Mm-hmm. Well, we got. So if I hear the rationale tonight, well, we got the shots, they didn't go wrong. You're broken. You did so many things poorly tonight. That's why you lost. And I don't this think game. that'll
2: be the message tonight because you're right. That was how this game went so poorly in so many areas it just wasn't a miss so shot many
1: areas against a right. team that is as you guys pointed the out at the so they got smoked but this team is so bad
3: this team is so bad and <laughs> i almost feel bad for uh silas the head coach man because yeah, got...
1: he's not supposed to win
3: but he also like i feel like he's just sometimes just stands here and is like what are these guys doing out here like like you know what i mean like they take horrible shots Again, talking about the Rockets. I know we have to specify here. But they they play a lot of, you know, hero ball, one-on-one type type shot. They take, you know, like just bad jump shots, low percentage shots. But they were going in tonight, or at least they were going in enough um, where the Celtics just didn't get the stops they needed and couldn't get. You know, the Celtics would go on these, you know, 8-0 run, 10-2 run and get right there, but then they couldn't get that defensive stop, right? So in um, and that and that respect john i do think a lot of it did have to do with effort to an extent tonight because i think the celtics honestly thought that they were just gonna we've talked about this before they think that they can just roll the ball out there and win the game just by giving 75 percent and it's the nba yeah this is a bad a bad team relatively speaking but there's young players on this team that can score quickly and can score often if you give them that opportunity to and the celtics did so um honestly they deserved to lose this game um, I'm sure there's a lot of fans, and it sounds sick, but I'm sure there were a lot of fans that wanted them to lose this game at the end yeah, because they deserved to lose. Yeah, you, exactly.
1: You learn nothing. Um, they now to, it's just an all-out
3: meltdown by the They Rockets. need to lose this. Losing this game, you would hope, would mean more in the long run than, than a, eking out a win if Jason Tatum you know, hits a three-point or something like that. Okay. Um, that's, not, that's not to say I'm rooting against them, but sometimes you have to, to take a step backwards to sort of take you know two steps forward. Uh,
1: Marcus Smart. Uh, who uh, honestly, I, you know, I know this is going to be a major topic. We'll get into Marcus, uh, you know, in a little bit, but quote from the locker room right now, I'm not overly concerned with Boston's inconsistency, says, Marcus, I'd rather it happen now than we get into the playoffs. Last year, it flipped around this time. We started to catch the rhythm. So we started early. Hopefully we can catch our rhythm late this time. That's not what happened at all last year, Marcus. You caught your rhythm about third 25 games ago, and then you were a wagon rolling into the playoffs. January, uh,
2: February, right? So,
1: yeah. So let, let, that's that's silly at this point. It's really late in the game. It's
2: really late. If it's this is re- January, like you said, to open the show, yeah. John, it's yeah. a snoozer night and it's okay. This and, is this, and this a... also didn't just happen.
1: Yeah. Like,
3: this has been a pattern.
2: This yeah, is... and
1: you, Yeah, he doesn't need to be a doomer about it. But this—it's—it's bordering on obtuse, you know. Like if you actually believe that, this is the type of stuff that gets fans a little bit in a tizzy. Like, no, Marcus, and also you suck, you know. Like, and that's what people are thinking right now. Um, They're not happy about it. Yeah, that—that's the whole point. Is that's kind of what you want to hear? And I know we go back and forth about does it matter what they say, does it not? But you want Marcus to say like, I sucked, or I need to be better, or like. That's kind of all you want to hear. In a loss, I want everybody to say, I could have done more. But mm. that's not what they're doing. They're just kind of...
2: Well, remember what? Horford, too, a couple of weeks ago, or probably a week or two ago, I think after the New York game, not knowing why they slow down late in games, why they struggle to manage these leads, which was the issue before tonight. Tonight, of course, they trailed. Uh, they don't seem to have answers. Now, Joe has his. We can agree with them or disagree with them. The players, I think, are rolling with what he's saying. Maybe they agree. Maybe they disagree. I think that's going to be a more interesting thing to hear in the coming weeks is, is where they stand on where things need to go right now, uh, particularly on the offensive side. Because, John, we're still talking about 40 games now where they're 20th in the league on that end. All of that progress from earlier in the season is – effectively gone. You
1: have to completely toss it out. That's the problem. I think in the perception of this team right now, you are looking at the aggregate and where they rank and you Because they look, were so
2: good early. Because they
1: were so they were historically good mm-hmm. by by leaps and bounds in terms of offensive efficiency early. And they're fourth now and you look at the aggregate and be like they're still fourth or fifth in offensive rating, but they've been 20 something in the league for 50 45 games have for for a way longer period than they were really good at some point you got to look at that and say for 40 something games this team has been a, a crap offense mm-hmm. it is not a shrug your shoulders we got the shots they didn't fall it is a crap offense okay and so i'm not i'm confused why the philosophy is to do something uh, you know and to force the issue rather than try to fix it in some sort of different way and stress ball movement. Why would you not be stressing at this point in time just playing better team ball, moving without the ball, getting good shots? I don't care what kind of shots as long as they're good looks. Why are we hung up on this but How on-
2: much focus on Tatum? Because we're going to go to Joe. A shit ton. We're going to go to Joe. Everyone's going to go to Joe. <laughs> Doesn't Tatum have the authority on this team? say to joe or say to the room this is what we're doing here and everyone would fall in line we say that all the time no
1: i don't i'm not talking about a willingness i don't think he has the authority i think so he did it in the third and the what fourth. I, Tatum has one thing that he can do, and that's to lead by example. Not be sleepy. Not that's sort be, of what I'm talking about. You're not going to say anything to Joe. He's got one thing to do, and that's lead by example. And do, if, oh, And so I guess to that point, Bobby, yeah, if Tatum comes out and sets a tone – or, or you know, and and they're doing it and playing a certain way, and he's doing and he's sacrificing and he's swinging the ball and he's moving without the ball. It becomes infectious, absolutely. But it's it's not it's not really what's happening. It's oh, okay. Joe wants me to shoot, so I'm going to shoot.
3: Right. They want to shoot, so they're not going to they're not going to push back it's on wasting threes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah Remember do. how much we talked about get to the rim with him last year? It was a struggle getting him to go there, and now he does at a high rate level. Uh, and.
1: And when he did it tonight, he got whatever he wanted. We'll talk more about this. Honestly, I think this is the biggest issue facing the team right now. What Joe wants them to do versus what they're capable of doing um, and how much it's affecting their game. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, in just a second. But, hey, you know, if you haven't heard, have you heard? Listen up, Massachusetts. Wait is finally over. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is live. Uh, customers in mask can get in the action. $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Place your first $5 wager. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. Bet on all your favorite sports, money line, point spreads, whatever have you, quarter by quarter. I think the Rockets led after uh, every quarter. I was told by our producer that that would have been that would have made you a pretty penny tonight if that were if that's something you wanted to uh to get in on. But check it out again two hundred dollars bonus bets win or lose FanDuel.com slash boston is where you need to go. Uh, and, I'm gonna start
3: uh, stringing some like dumb parlays together to to see if I can really get like a plus eight hundred. I want yeah. to do like a plus eight hundred to a plus one thousand bet like for these Celtics games to keep it interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Whatever be- you do, don't listen to Jimmy. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna stack those with beef organs, Jimmy. I'll stack those, yeah, with beef <laughs>
3: organs, with uh, athletic greens, yeah. um, all that uh, stuff. Com. What, com.
1: We do need to tell you this again if you are gonna if you are uh, going to partake here. Uh, it is uh, super important uh, that you are first of all of age you have to be 21 years old or older and residing or present in the state of massachusetts uh ten dollar deposit is what's required required the bonus bonus is issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bets expire in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem uh hope and help is here if uh if you do gambling help Line ma dot org once again gambling helpline ma dot org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty for twenty four seven support get in on the action America's number one sports book uh, Fanduel jumping back to the Jason Tatum conversation just yeah fa-
3: just fade the Celtics at this point
1: fade the Celtics Jason Tatum's got to do more like of everything right now you just you can't have the <clears throat> we've talked about Tatum and the it's variance. almost
3: unfair John what he's gonna do more of everything I mean the guys been in the MVP discussion for most of the year. I know he's not uh, really in it anymore, but I think at this point it's Tatum, it's been Brown and it's been pretty inconsistent. After By the that. way,
2: what we do have Joe talking now to my point earlier. He said the free throws, the rebounding, the turnovers, the second chances it's concerning. So he's looking at threes, but he's also looking at okay. fouling, rebounding, and uh, the other fourth factor there, the um, uh, turnovers, which yep. have been really bad in recent weeks too. I don't know how many they had tonight. <clears throat> I don't know. They shouldn't be this loose. This I just erratic it, late in the year. It is turnovers tonight.
1: Yeah, you know, the Tatum problem is always because of who he is and like the quiet stuff. Um, you know, the you know, not being super demonstrative except when he's upset or complaining. Um, you know, and that you wanna see a fire.
2: Remember yeah. the New York loss gets ejected and he's joking about
3: it?
1: Yeah, it's just I think it's I think that's what kind of always irks people with Tatum is like but you really do like, you know, remember we always whatever the equivalent of uh, throwing chairs that everybody wanted Brad to do, that's kind of what you want to see out of Tatum in these moments. You know, you want to see a take control sort of situation and then it doesn't happen. And then it's just, it might not be, might not be capable of having it happen. But I think that is a thing for people when they're watching this guy, when it goes bad and they're like, come on, man, you know, if you're not going to do it with your play, do something, you know, like pull us out of this. Uh, and you know, Jalen tried. Jalen did everything. Jalen did everything you expect or want Tatum to perfect. do as your, as your alpha. When when they needed it, he pressed the issue. When they needed to get to the bucket, he got to the bucket. He, I bet you he if you if you gave him truth serum, he'd say after the game, I shot more threes than I wanted to shoot tonight too because I felt like I could have got I could have gotten anything I wanted going to the basket. But
3: yeah, I mean these guys are. I mean Jalen's an athletic freak. He should be going to the basket more. I mean he did right which is great but keep doing that you know what i mean like he also scored a, a season high 43 tonight so there's a little bit uh, uh i think i don't think that's a coincidence right so uh, again this was a team that they were playing that almost just like oladed you into the to the lane if you wanted to go in there you know what yeah. i mean i mean
2: um, yeah, we talked about the Celtics giving up 54 at the rim houston gave up uh just
3: about as many i right. think 50 and the Celtics could have gotten more is the is the point I mean all the three pointers they took that they bricked i mean if you like if if a third of those were were drives to the basket yeah. and half of those go in and and maybe a couple other ones they go to the line like i mean you win this game so again i and I know that Missoula likes sh- shots at the rim too it's not not to say he only wants three pointers he wants only three pointers and i guess only shots at the rim so um you know I, i'm I'm sure that like yeah, he was, you know, wanting to see some of those shots in the rim too. But point being, this team to me has just become too much of a stagnant jump shooting team in situations where they need to be more aggressive. And they and, and I don't know if again if that's something from Joe, or if that's them just not being able to kick it into that extra gear. They didn't have that extra gear tonight. And like I said, this is kind of aside from Jalen Brown. um I just you know there there wasn't enough from the other guys and. We haven't even mentioned Grant, but this is another game that he didn't have any say in. I thought um, he came in and did some good things, too, early
2: on. Uh, uh, right, Joe
1: obviously didn't. Yeah.
2: Gets that he, weak side block. He, well, that's can't you get
1: a, he can't get a shot off anymore, Bobby. Well, listen, who else are you going to? I, I'm just saying, like I Joe Joe wants you to shoot threes, and you come out there and you can't get a friggin' shot off in in, in the game. Like, sure, he made a block and got a rebound or two, but he didn't do anything. I want to stick on Jalen real quick because I know this is an issue that people are talking about. Um, true or false? Jalen should have gotten the ball in the last last possession of the game. True, probably yeah? true. Okay, I, why I think though?
3: True. I thought he had the hot eyes. hand,
1: obviously, but yeah.
3: Well that's what I was gonna say. I thought he had the hot hand. I thought he had the right attitude mentality tonight. Now, all that to say, I was actually fine with Tatum's
1: uncontested Tatum's shot. layup?
3: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was uncontested. He had to kind of go through a couple guys, but he had an opportunity to score through him, so I'm fine with the shot that was taken. But it's a good sh- play. I think it should have been probably maybe drawn up for Jalen Brown. I-, I just think that that's probably a situation where yeah, again you're not doing you're not, not doing
2: the last shot thing in this game. The Rockets fell down the stairs to give up a 8 run, run.
1: I'm more saying, of, that spot. is it an issue um, in terms of uh, the Jalen-Jason dynamic? Is it an issue like Jalen Brown wondering to himself, like, why am I not getting the ball?
2: No, I think Jalen's actually in a perfect spot right now. The way they have him playing is exactly what you're looking for from him. But that's not the question. The question
1: is, if I'm Jalen Brown right now, am I wondering why Joe didn't give me the ball? Yeah, why didn't the play oh. get drawn
3: out for him? It was an inbound to Derek White, and That's a, a fair a deliberate. Question. It was a deliberate play to Tatum. It's a fair question. We won't know until until yes,
2: Brown, but
1: because the, the the correct well, answer never, is but... the correct answer is no. J- Tatum got a friggin' layup. How much better a shot you're gonna right. get than that? But the the I'm more meaning from Jalen's point of view. I'm wondering what he's thinking.
2: Right. Well, we know he has questions about the the approach offensively uh, after that New York game. It's a good question. Uh, I don't think that's what you come away from this game thinking about, though. They got to figure out what they're doing offensively and how to find some balance on that end. And it's interesting. We typically have questions about Brown and him getting lost and him not getting involved enough, or he's struggling in this game or he's turning it over. When was the last time we had a Brown turnover conversation? feels like months. He's shooting. Incredible. He's playing great with this mask on. He's, he's, scored forty three with ease here. This is actually if we were gonna list out like all the good things right now about the Celtics, and there are a handful. They figured it out for Brown. I, I mean, you know, he's just going to give you big, big scoring each game. And he's in the perfect positions night in and night out to do so. So
1: He's taken a ton of shots, too, since he's come back. I he love had, the way he's playing. He, he, he's in he, the he,
2: pocket. He's at the rim. A ton made,
1: of shots. He, I mean, he had that 110-shot game, but I think it's like a 25, 26, 27 in five or six games since he's come back uh, from 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 the mask there. So he is friggin' letting it fly. Uh, right now and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing but let me look at it here post all-star break 24 21 uh, what are these points shot uh, shot attempts 15 27 25 26 10 18 25 so he's I love it
2: because he's so efficient he's gonna hit it what is it 16 for 25 tonight
1: He's letting That's it rip. Incredible. I mean, he's not shooting. He's not shooting the three. Well, he's 27, he's 27% for the month of March, which is bringing dragging down his overall field percentage, which is still 48.8% considering how poorly he's shooting mm. from three. So what are we learned here, boys and girls, take it to the basket. Let Jalen give the, give Jalen the ball, stop telling him to shoot threes and let him just go to the basket. Cause right now it's working. In that mid-range. It's
3: like overthinking anything is gonna is gonna hurt you in the end. I mean if you just if you just play basketball, play to your strength, obviously play connected. But if you're not thinking about, oh, I need to I need to take a high percentage shot or I need to only shoot from this area, let the game let the game come to you. You know what I mean? I mean whatever happened to that. Oh,
2: you're at the play? rim and you're firing it out. I think we've seen them do that in recent weeks, fire out of a point position at the rim. Rob does that often. Uh I think white, white, white does it a little bit too often.
1: Yeah. 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 Um yeah, no doubt. I no <sighs> doubt. I so I mean, you know, it feels like overall, you know, confidence in this team's pretty friggin' low right now. Uh we do want to talk a little bit about Rob, we're going to talk a little bit about Grant, but
2: we a coach tonight too.
1: Let, yeah, well, I I also I'm not going to get not going to get into that yet, but we'll talk about it. Uh, but the man, <laughs> the man of the hour, uh, I definitely think, and we haven't spent a lot of time on him is Marcus Smart, at least tonight. But we're trending. <laughs> the man of the hour. But I mean, <laughs> we're the man trend, of our hour. That's for sure. We're trending. We've been trending in this man. direction for a while since Marcus came back. Um, he's been really ineffective, um, and now he's starting to border on a, a detriment um, uh, on the court. Like it's not just. I think we've all arrived at the yeah it's probably you know if you're not going to play the hot hand Default to more White and Brogdon late. Stop defaulting to Smart uh, to close games. Tweak those minutes so they're all pretty close to equal. Uh, and 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 tonight it happened. Uh, even though again he got in foul trouble and that kind of changes. Yeah, you had a weird a night
2: bit. at guard with fouling. Yeah, you know,
1: and so White had four, Smart had four, so it got a little weird there. So you don't get a true sense of what Joe would do if he didn't, if they weren't battling fouls. But I really think we've all arrived at the conclusion that I think they should be closer to the same. 28 minutes a pop, mm-hmm. you know, for each of them somewhere around there. And, and and you should be closing with, you know, more often than not, uh, Brogdon and White and not always a smart combo.
3: I'll ask uh, it. Is he playing favorites?
1: So we it's not just a playing favorites. Like right now, Mar- we, we knew Marcus was playing not as well as the other two. I think we all agree on it. Now he's just not playing well, period. So you got to start talking about like – potential change in starting lineup, potential change in closing, potential change in like really altering minutes and putting Marcus in the low 20s and giving those guys if this if this trend continues, you can't just keep defaulting to him if he's playing like that's this. That's what right I now. mean. Well, that's yeah. what I
3: mean. So like what what's the reason other than he's comfortable or he's more familiar with them or they have a type of a friendship or whatever it is from being, you know, on the organ- in the organization together for you know, more time than, like, say, you know, a guy like Brogdon who just got treated here, you know, or a guy like White who was treated halfway through the year last year. Like, why is that, like, his safety net? or I'm talking about Missoula, the the, the safe, uh, you know, choice for him seems Plus to be just she, to Marcus Smart. He did the opposite with Grant, right? Uh, so,
2: exactly. <laughs> if right. If you're going to do it to one guy, you should do it to another. We know there's a difference, we know there's a personality at play here so all the we know I think we know why they're handling this the way they are right now I found it strange that they also took a foul with him with the comeback in progress in that last minute there they had just almost gotten that turnover for the breakout go ahead I think they were just inbound after so they had a foul and they fouled with him and was that to get Brogdon and Wait, because no. unless he did that on his own, no, 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 it was certainly. Yeah, you brought this up
3: earlier,
1: I, I, Bobby. He, the ball went there. He was there. Mar- Smart turned around. Like, is anyone going to foul him? Exactly. I'm out? Because I'm yeah. out if I do, but no one was close enough, so he took it. There was nothing to that other a than weird pro-
3: play.
1: It, no, it's just bad, it's a, bad luck. It was, it, was it was just an inbounds proximity inbounds, and nobody else was there. It went to the guy Smart was guarding. He went out. Uh, it really was fine. I, I think you, you know, it's and also let's let's not let's be real. Like Marcus isn't the caliber of player that is going to, that needs to be looking around to be like, I can't go out if it's Tatum or Brown. Yes, you can't leave Tatum or Brown when, when the next possession you're going to need a bucket. You quit. You can't allow Tatum or Brown to foul themselves off the court. Smart absolutely can. He shouldn't have even looked around. He just dutifully fouls there and calls it a day. That was his job to do at that point. You throw yourself on the grenade. That it wasn't an issue at all.
2: Yeah. I mean, you could have no. put him, you could have put him elsewhere. Did maybe you're looking for the steal? On no, the ball you're there. playing defense again. He's what was to... it? It was a one possession game, John, and you take him out of the game.
1: Who cares? He didn't not take important.
2: him out. He fouled out. He fouled out because the ball went to him and he had a foul. What's he supposed he, to do? Like know in advance where the
1: ball's going to be inbounded? They passed the ball in. Not put business. him on Usman Garuba. Whoever's not going to get Why the ball. Why would you do that? You're trying to play good defense. Come up with a steal or do something. You're playing to win here. You're not that's playing. A, to, that's the last thing point. you're worried about there is playing to keep Marcus Smart in the game. It's it's the hundred and fiftieth consideration. He's not the type of guy that needs to stay in the game. You're playing to see if you can get right. the ball. There. You
3: foul. You, yeah. you foul, and then you get the ball back on offense. Why do you even need him
2: in the you're game? You don't even
1: need Smart point. in there. At so that's that point. that's
3: my point. You're looking. I think, to have White and Brogdon
2: on the no, floor there some no, way or another. No, no, you're
1: not. It well, just let's happened. look at the foul
3: trouble You'd situation, like to. John. I think ideally you do, but I don't think that there was some grand scheme to get Marcus Smart to foul out in this game. Maybe, case that they maybe not, but
2: in. if you really wanted to avoid it, I think you could have in that spot. The other point aside of that is that they've had games where he's been in foul trouble, and I think they've— wanted to keep him off the floor for extended stretches. Now they still go back to him in crunch time. I think the Portland game was an example of that. I think there were other games like that recently where they do make those decisions and foul trouble almost becomes that crutch that Joe leans on to make those decisions. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to make the substitutions and the feel in that spot when he's not in foul trouble. If he's not playing right, if he's not doing the things they want him to do, if he's taking bad shots, which missoula is admitted i think you can look at some of the shots he's taken and say those are the bad shots joe's talking about you go to those two guys because brogdon and white it's not just that Smart's struggling brogdon and white are playing exceptional so as you're starting to round out your playoff rotations right now you might want to start to prepare for a situation where uh, smart comes in with the second unit and it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world and It's a problem if Smart doesn't accept it, Jimmy, right? Because everybody's sacrificed here this year. Brogdon hasn't started a game. White has played 20 minutes some games. Some nights were like, where was White? Grant's sitting on the bench right now at DNP many nights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Down the line, I think almost everybody on this roster has sacrificed in some way this year. Brown even has talked about his own sacrifice. I think everybody has done so willingly. Again... I want to believe in smart. I want him out there. I want him to work through what he's going through because I think he's that important. But if this is going to keep going in this direction, you can't just go into the playoffs with him shooting 33% and say, it's going to
3: come around. Well, Bobby, it's a great I, question I, for somebody to ask Marcus smart. Are you willing to come up the bench or, right? or
1: yeah, but here's the thing is why is it? Why does, why does like, why does loyalty matter in this sense? Like, like loyalty in what way? Meaning, like, why do we need Marcus? Like, why why do you need anything? You just need the person who's playing better. And it doesn't mean it's all going to always be this way. But at this point in time, you know, Robert Williams, uh, if and when he returns, is not the same guy. I don't have the same expectations of Robert Williams that I had of Robert Williams last year prior to getting hurt. Grant Williams is not the same guy right now. So I don't have the same expectations of Grant Williams that I had at uh, you know at uh, when he was playing better at the beginning of the year or last year and Marcus smart right now doesn't look anything close to himself so why why live in the past at this moment in time you play the hand you're dealt and the current hand, Marcus Smart's not playing well, I think probably because physically he's nowhere close to 100%. So mm-hmm. you just have to adjust and adapt. Why force it? Why force the issue here? At a certain point, just move on and figure it out with what, what's working for you. It's happening, sadly, with Grant right now. He's not playing well, so he's out. So what? Why, are you going to just stuff him in there because he once played well? If he's not playing well for you, he's not playing well for you. You move on at this point. If double big isn't working, you move on from double big. We're all screaming for that. So I don't understand why we have to insist on Marcus, you know, kind of turning it around. And being the guy.
3: Well, I think there's obviously a certain – I think there's – an obvious difference between Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Um, yeah, but maybe about, not Rob, or Maybe but not just, as big maybe as not think. double big I mean,
1: schematically. You know what I mean? It's like you move on from things because this is what's happening. Like, yeah. it, you know, it is well, I mean, what the, it is at this point. Because the
3: they, they obviously still believe in Marcus Smart, and apparently they don't believe in Grant Williams. And, and Robert Williams is just, you know, that's what I'm saying, he's just yeah. not healthy. So it's a little bit of different things. I understand what you're saying, John. Yep. If Marcus Smart, if they know more about Marcus Smart's health, Marcus Smart's health, behind the scenes, and they know that he's not 100% or even 90 or 80%, then they should be having him take a lesser role. And he should be able to – this is a perfect opportunity to take a lesser role. And, and it doesn't it even have injury. to be a benching.
2: You can just alter the minutes as jo- John said right. and balance them out. exactly. Well,
1: tonight it was pretty balanced, but foul trouble came in. I think it's 27, yeah. 28, 29. That's yeah, kind of closer was, to where you're supposed good. to be, right.
3: Yeah,
2: and you're going to have to figure out your rotations and who's But out you still there didn't when...
3: have Derek White down the stretch – of that game where you probably could have used him. I mean, yeah. he came in after Smart fouled out, but Derek White's been your best guard, I think, this year you know, overall. Um, and so it's tough to just have him sit on the bench and it's in, a, in a time where one of your guards isn't playing well, talking about Smart, because Brogdon obviously played well enough to get those minutes down the stretch. But, you know, White's a guy that can. White's no slouch on defense. White's really? At good. all. He's unbelievable. And he's, remember. He's a plus defender. Remember
2: what. Ime said last year, and this is a big, big quote. He said it over and over and over again. We don't lose much when White's out there. When he would go from Smart to White, yeah. he said we we don't lose and, much. And
1: and that's when White wasn't playing all that well on on the offensive side of things. So and we Smart, what about that? John. And no, we don't because we don't know ball. But Smart was playing well. And it, uh, and again, John, <laughs> when it
2: comes to the personalities of this team, Ime would. Really push the button when it came to checking these guys' egos, holding them accountable, and you know making a big time adjustment. And listen, he struggled with the smart thing too. I'm sure we talked about it at times last year, but in Game One of the Finals, he did keep him on the bench for the fourth quarter as White and Pritchard rolled. You're gonna get this was the biggest question we had coming into this year, and Smart was so good before the injuries, it didn't become a question, and now. You're so late in the year. Your rotations are set. I do actually like that
1: starting lineup just, they I'll have just out say, there right now. Just at this moment, he's not playing well. That's no. all we're talking about yeah, right so. now. He's off. He was great. You know, he was terrific in the month of December. I think he averaged eight or eight or so assists in the month of December. Really moving the ball. Really helped, kind of. You know, was you know, uh, you know, pace that offense, keep them going. We would notice the games early in the season. This is again, it's not a bias. Early in the year, when Smart was out, you knew it. Right, you knew it when Mm -hmm. he missed a game or two. It was like, wow, they needed smart. and And you know, it's so weird to keep them together. You could feel it, they weren't as cohesive. They weren't the game, the games Marcus was out, and now they aren't. And now it's the opposite. Right now, he's 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 really no, they're still not cohesive
3: when he's out there because he's not playing well, right? So, when he's playing well, they're they need
1: the best version of Marcus. It's not, you don't, you're not getting it right now.
3: Yeah. It's
2: weird because that first game back against Detroit, he was incredible. Remember the boost he gave them after yeah. that Milwaukee loss. Adrenaline. And I don't think he's had a great game since.
1: Yeah, adrenaline. Um, all right, we're gonna talk a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, stuff here with you guys uh, before we close the show. More couple stuff. quick, couple quick, uh, uh, sponsor notes. Again, I'm sorry, guys. We're flush with sponsors, but that's because you guys are awesome. I'm
3: not star. I'm not sorry. We're we're, firing the sponsors.
1: No, that's because you guys are awesome. And, you know, you bring us the views and you support the sponsors. We do appreciate (laughs) that.
0: This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Ladies, Bumble is in your corner. They remain dedicated and committed to supporting women, providing a safer space to build kind and meaningful connections. And the way they see it, every day is International Women's Day. So this year, to show their ongoing support, Bumble is investing in the next generation of women making moves for a better tomorrow. Make your move and join Bumble in supporting women. Visit bumble.com slash IWD.
1: All right. I want to talk about our next partner here on The Garden Report, and that is Athletic Greens. It's a product I started taking literally every day since AG started working with us here at The Garden Report. I use it because I want everything that AG has to offer, better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system. I didn't want to chase a bunch of pills and vitamins. I just wanted to have one supplement that did it all for me. And that's exactly what Athletic Greens does. So what exactly is it? What are you doing when you're taking Athletic Greens or AG1? You are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens that Help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports, as I mentioned, gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, uh, all those good things. So, again, get into AG1 right now. It's lifestyle friendly, it's diet friendly, no matter what you're on right now, Uh, paleo. Uh, Gluten free, vegan, dairy free. It really doesn't matter. AG1 fits with your diet. It only has, it actually has less than one gram of sugar. Uh, it's a highly endorsed product, over 7,000 five star reviews, recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts. And AG1 is the supplement for you. So, again, uh, it's time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens and us here at The Garden Report are going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash garden. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash garden to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, t- my, my sandwich philosophy, Jimmy, I if
3: I sign it. It's going to be like get something that you can't like easily make or something.
1: No, no always. You're never going to. If you order a turkey sandwich, you're a moron. Like don't go to a sub shop and order a turkey sandwich. That's ridiculous. But Some,
3: I wouldn't go that far, but uh, go on. I like turkey. If
1: you go to an Italian sub shop. You're going to you need a re- you got to try a red sauce sub and their Italian sub. And if they're good, then you can go back there and pretty much everything is going to be good for the most part. You can decide. I think the tr- best triumvirate, the three things you got to try if you're going to do it. You got to try the an Italian cold cut, a meatball and a chicken parm. You got to try all of those. Yeah. And if you, if I don't, you, I,
3: don't, I don't know if I need a meatball.
1: If, if you, yeah, because I'm a, a I'm good a meatball sub it hits the spot and it's hard to get, it's too much. Though. You
3: basically just took a meal and you just yeah. put it in a sub roll, like chicken parm, you could just eat that, meatballs, you could just eat those.
2: You just gotta throw that bread in there, yeah, <laughs> you just gotta
1: <laughs>
3: sandwich it. <laughs> But you're right. There's those are good. What and, about steak
1: and cheese? And if you go to a non tradition if you go to a non-Italian st- shop, you you judge it by its steak and cheese. And if it's got a okay. good steak and cheese, then 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 it rocks.
3: So we won't say this place's name, but you, you basically bought like a chicken parm and a meatball and it cost 34 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Freaking nuts. It's a good amount of money for that. Freaking this is nuts. we what we talked about. This is why you go to Hello That's yeah, why you go to Hello Fresh. My buddy actually, Also, yeah, go ahead. No, I, my buddy just just to hammer it home. My buddy went on a date yesterday to a restaurant in the north end he said it was a hundred and seventy bucks i mean they obviously got a couple drinks i'm sure but like you could have just had hello fresh cooked a meal brought that person (laughs) over That's my
2: move jimmy is like going out and dropping these tips two hundred
3: dollars i mean this has been life now for a little while now so you gotta just that's what you do bob the home cooked meal yeah you 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 got you're cooking for these girls yeah
2: and it's a big (laughs)
1: hit
3: I, i bet it is
1: yeah What's your
2: specialty? Anything Hello Fresh is offering, but I go with the okay. good answer. salmon. Good answer. They got the bass, which is solid. I'd never really had that before. Um, yeah. and then they got some other good stuff there too. Okay. My, Any my, fish?
1: My girls, we had that. We had fish tonight. My girls eat fish. Is my good. girls eat fish. Yeah, that was good. Um, so anyway, back to the team here. Um, oh
3: right, this is a Celtics podcast.
1: Twelve. Uh, <laughs> I'd much rather talk about food. That was, that was a Jimmy Jones segment. Sandwiches. I'd much rather talk about sandwiches. Also,
3: back to the sandwiches. What are your thoughts on egg salad sandwiches?
1: I mean, I actually like egg salad, but you should never order it, and it's probably just not worth eating, period, but I like it. Um, All right, because I love egg salad. It's delicious, but it's just a cholesterol Chicken bath. salad. Also good. Yeah. With cranberries. A
3: good chicken salad is like...
1: With cranberries. Yeah, um Sure. But uh, don't mess around uh, sub shops. Don't be stupid, okay? These these subs need a soft roll. Don't be dumb and try to get a crusty like baguette style. Baguettes are great, oh, but just to be okay. eaten separately. Don't do panini. And don't do panini. Don't do pressed. And don't do ciabatta or something silly. Just a fresh-baked soft sub Italian, roll. Italian with ciabatta is not bad, dude. I'm going to tell you one other thing you can't do, okay? Here's the biggest –
3: can I ask a question real quick. We were talking about Italian. What's, what take me through your Italian sub, like what do you put on it?
1: The classic one
3: okay, you go oil and vinegar then, or do you go mayo? Some people go Mayo?:
1: So I don't. Um, and I like mayo, but I don't do it there. I just do a. will do oil and vinegar. Uh, yeah. I think uh, as long as you have hots and pickles, you don't nothing else matters. but if you want to do uh, any I of the other pickles. stuff, that's fine. I hate um, pickles, but yeah. anyways, what
3: was your last thing?
1: Um, so there's three ways to do a steak and cheese. And this is how you know of a good place. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> the worst way to make the, the worst way to make a steak and cheese is to grill the steak dry and then put the cheese on top of it and toast the, the roll that's terrible that's serial killer type stuff <laughs> serial killer if somebody made you that run <laughs> run as fast as you
3: can because you're about yeah. to get your head chopped off
1: no so you have to you so you obviously have to do that on the grill but you can also yeah. do that it's the same thing with the um uh, uh, same thing with the uh, with the chicken parms and the meatball parms you either put it back on directly and let the heat of the sub Melt it, but it doesn't always <laughs> melt all the way through. Or you, you write toast it. Down, Jimmy? You yeah. toast it and you crunch the bread. Or option number through. three, you put the whole thing on a plate and heat the plate, and then <laughs> scoop it into the bread. That's the best what way. What do you mean? You put it.
3: the whole thing on, after from the grill. There's or a, there,
1: the, the a, a sub shot in the in the North End Monica's. That's how they do it. If you go order oh, a chicken, yeah. if oh, you order. Goodness, their Mercado, their 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 shop there. If you Monica order, Monica is
3: Italian. You would go that you would get the Italian there.
1: But if you order like a chicken parm sub there, they put the chicken and the cheese on a plate, put that that in an oven, melt it there, and then they take it and they put it in a soft roll. They don't toast the roll wow. or do anything stupid there. Don't touch it's... the roll. Brilliant. Yeah,
3: don't do anything stupid. But I w- uh, Monica's is the goat. I would say. Yeah. Across the street. Dinos, their subs are like this yeah. big. I would say, yeah. and their steak and cheese is pretty good, and their chicken poms kind uh, of. This
1: isn't funny. bad. I like this. Uh, this is pretty good. Um, you, you know what's funny <laughs> is this is my favorite comment if I can find it.
3: <laughs> Olive Garden, yeah, unlimited breadsticks on this show everybody that's good we should get that as a
1: sponsor this credit. is this so no earlier 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 in our chat bobby said boy i'm really worried about the stoudemire thing and both <laughs> both jimmy and i were like no so this yeah. is how, this is how much i think of the stoudemire i i moved sandwiches on the rundown i moved sandwiches <laughs> yeah. just ahead of stoudemire just yeah so you know. what did
3: bobby said like oh that's really gonna come back to haunt them or something well like let
1: that. me ask you this okay we don't know because i never know but bobby you're the closest to the team so you tell us um, you know, it, it, yeah. Joe, there are some people who thought Stoudemire was the, uh, was, do I have a graphic? No, uh, who uh, thought Stoudemire was the coach, uh, or should have been the coach. Um, it, we had more experience, a little bit more gravitas, a little bit older, didn't get it. Thought it was kind of odd for some reason, the people in the room liked Joe better. They liked his basketball sense. I'm not sure exactly how it went down. But Stoudemire had to just kind of swallow this pill and be like, I'm behind this dude. And he's done a dutiful job here, but um, you know, he runs, he runs for it. Now takes the best job, realizes there's no future for him here where this was probably his next best shot uh, to get a to head coaching gig uh, takes a G, uh, Georgia tech job. Uh, are they going to suffer for this? How important was he?
2: He was next in line after all the guys have already lost. And it's a culmination. Cause you've lost Ime. You've lost Will Hardy, who's a big deal. And now Damon, right down the line, those were your big three guys with gravitas, as you said, experience and good game planning. But with Damon, especially with where the staff's gone now, where I think it's a lot of younger, uh, kind of skill development guys, a few former players in the mix, college, like overseas level guys, and Dobbins and McClay all you're really left with is a shooting coach and Ben Sullivan on that bench next to Joe in terms of guys with real rock solid experience, particularly playing in the league. And that was the big one for Damon. These guys knew him. I think he had a good rapport with them. I think he could be the guy who was in their ear, making the tough comment, especially with Marcus. And that's where I'm going with this one this is why it's concerning to me. We had this big smart conversation tonight and Damon's the guy who comes in before last year mm-hmm and works with Smart day in, day out on the point guard stuff, um, on managing the offense, just with little nuances of the game. And this, I interviewed Damon back in October about this, um, and one of the most interesting things I think he said was that uh, one of the things for me is always locking him back into the turnovers, the careless turnovers. I think Marcus is a great passer, facilitator. Sometimes he gets a little bit careless with the pass. I think those are one of the things. And then two, just keeping us organized. Those are the biggest things for me. Really important in terms of shots and all that stuff. I say nothing. I don't coach that. I try to coach the things about controlling the team, knowing what the game needs at the time on the floor. So he was telling me, you know, he'd, he'd be on Marcus after some of those careless plays we talk about, and he'd be the one going to him and really drilling that out of his game. And we saw less and less of that in recent years. I think Damon's the biggest reason, or one of the biggest reasons. I know he's worked with Chauncey Billups and a couple other guys who made smart this point guard. We look at him now as a guy you really trust leading the offense. And for him to walk out the door now and not be there day in and day out with smart is really concerning to me. Because who's left on that staff now who can really say, this is what you got to do in this spot? When is he leaving? Tonight was the last night.
1: Effective immediately. I I didn't know if he had a, a little run. Okay.
3: Yeah, tonight was his last night with the team. Uh, so that's kind of, yeah, that kind of, it's kind of a whiff that he couldn't finish the year, I guess. But I mean, I get it. It's just
1: recruiting, man. You got to get, you know, they, they, they right. they're, they're probably doing oh, whatever they're doing. makes sense. Or I don't even know if it's that. He's just got a friggin', you know, it's a long, you're talking about you can't start that job for potentially three plus months. For sure. No,
3: it, it makes all the sense in the no. world. It's just, it's just, it's a tough break for them. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day they should be able to they should be able to get by without him. But to your point, Bobby, it does seem like he had a really good relationship with some of those players. Um, certainly the guards, uh, Marcus Smart, um specifically. So, um I guess we'll find out how much of an effect
1: um And it's that's the last
2: have. major, major remnant of that e era. The short, short E era. Can it be an era? It was, yeah. was one a year
1: ago era. and it lasted a year. <laughs> it, it
2: lasted six months. Well it was certainly impactful. <laughs> And again, uh, yeah. what, are we, what are we talking about in terms of differences the, uh, from last year? Rob's the big one,
0: what'd of you course.
2: Say? Differences from last year versus this year. Rob's the big one, but a lot of it's the makeup of this coaching staff. It's changed substantially, and it might change some more into the off season. I, you know, I was worried at that point, but I know you guys don't think this matters when it happens at the scale that it's happened here, though, and you don't know what Joe's going to be able to fill it in with. Yeah. That's where you get a little bit concerned here because they built a perfect staff, they really did, and it had an
3: impact. Uh, and now, yeah. I'm not saying it means it nothing. Run. I mean, they're gonna have to. I mean, I don't know exa- how much day to day Stoudemire had to do with you know game planning, all this stuff. So, I mean, they have to find somebody, or or somebody gets to you know fill that role in some capacity. Um, so it's, I think it'll be Sullivan, uh, yeah. So, I'm sure Missoula's. I'm, I'm I'm sure that everyone's happy for Stoudemire for him get to get this opportunity, but I'm sure they're all bummed out that you know right. they lose somebody with that basketball knowledge and who's had that sort of relationship building
1: that he's had. Also, um, for what it's worth, I refer to last year as the wancho era.
3: Right. <laughs> that Herman uh, Gomez. As it should be. Um st- uh That's
2: a sandwich in Toronto.
3: John Tatum Tatum gave you the quote you wanted and he took responsibility. There it is. Good. He I took think
2: responsibility th- personally.
3: Yeah, he, uh, he blamed his inconsistent energy, according to Chris Forsberg. I take the blame for that. I didn't necessarily start the best, and I feel like that kind of spread throughout the team. And so I have to be better starting the game just from an energy level. So Yeah, you do. I was looking at his stats, too, in first quarters. You can sleepwalking, man. I think he's like 44%.
2: I've is he shy
1: there. you know like you know like one of my kids is shy it takes a little while to warm up into a group setting you know and it, you know it takes him a little while in the games to get going and then once you know once they kind of get the rhythm they're like Go, and they're like nothing was wrong see him just like what is he is he is he shy why can't why can't he get it going early what's going know. on
3: what do they need to do to get him going 44%
2: field goal, 32% from three in these first quarters
1: I don't know. I don't get it. Um, let me ask you guys this question and we'll close on it. Right now, at this point in time, the Celtics are the blank best team in basketball. I'm going to go... Bobby goes like Bobby goes second. I'm going to go two. I knew you would say two. That's why I didn't want you to go first. Fourth. Fourth, you uh, ahead who? of them?
3: Um, I'm gonna pick the Bucks. Okay, I'm gonna pick the Nuggets. Nuggets, and I'm gonna pick. Hold on, let me pull it up here.
1: I'm picking Can the war... I'm picking the Warriors ahead of them. <laughs> okay. Are you? You probably could. To be honest, I don't worry
3: about any of the West teams. The you Warriors, the Warriors
1: are going to the that. final. I don't know if I don't I'm know. Picking
3: if... the Suns with with um with, with KD with KD. He's apparently gonna play. By the way. Through the ankle, come playoff time. And we're talking about right now. The Celtics aren't the second best, playing like the second best team. in the NBA What's right funny now, is
1: yeah? that the Phillies playing better than them, but the Celtics will still beat Philly. Well, that's in why the series. I didn't say Philly because
3: yeah. they're going to beat Philly because they'll Philly beat Philly in a series. Yeah. yeah.
1: Phoenix is tough, but again, who
2: cares about how you stack up against teams in the West? Well, that was the question.
3: Eight. I'm just answering the question, Bobby. <laughs> Fair
2: enough. Question. If you want to mix in West teams, you could
3: throw them down to three or four, maybe. Okay. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if they're not better than the Bucks, then they're not going to have to see any. Weak so that's teams. the one that matters right now is how do yeah. you feel about the Bucs? The Bucks are better. I still say the this Bucks, about the Bucks The Bucs are a more veteran team. I think they have less respect. Uh, I think they feel like more disrespected. And they, and they got s- motivation from
2: last year for sure. Yeah, yeah. They,
3: have, they play uh, sound fundamental basketball, um, and they're big. They have yep. size size advantage over the Celtics
2: team. Here's what's really becoming concerning for the Celtics, too, in that seeding race, by the way, because where are they now after this loss tonight? Are they three games back at this point? Because the Bucks just win every game at this point. They're still two. Um, if you're the two seed, you're going to be in that Philly-Boston second round, uh, which I know you feel good about winning, but that's it's going to be the free throw parade. It's going to be tight games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a rock fight. And Milwaukee's going to be playing who? Cleveland, Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. A little more manageable for them on that side. And first round, you might end up with a Miami, uh, Toronto. Some of those teams that I think could push a series just a little bit longer than you want a first-round series to go. So this seeding does matter, among all the other things we talk about down the stretch of the season. I think one's a real advantage, not just because you'll get Game 7 at home against Milwaukee like last year, but you don't want like – Remember, I don't know if you saw that Philly-Milwaukee um, game, Jimmy? Last weekend, Philly Milwaukee. Uh, I didn't see it. No. It ended that Milwaukee win streak, the long one. I think it was like sixteen games, mm-hmm. and they're just ripping each other's limbs off. It's Giannis and Embiid smashing into each other on every play. You want that going on while you're playing the Knicks or Cavs or something, right? Um, and waiting for the one of those two to escape that series. I mean, but, and,
3: and Embiid's playing like an MVP. I mean, he's going to make a late charge for the. And MVP if you don't race. have
2: Grant. That's impactful in that series to me. Well, they do have Grant, but they choose choose to ignore him. But if you don't have the Grant from last year, if you're struggling to play him and he's really not performing, that's going to make a Philly series harder. And it's definitely going to make a Milwaukee series harder. So that's why I still think that's a big deal. I'm getting worried, guys. I really am. Like, I am this close to saying this just isn't going
3: to be the year for them. Ooh, how close? We couldn't see. Like this close. Wow.
1: That's I think the um, gross. I I think the problem is unless like unless there's a you got two things happening right now at the same time, uh, both this is that, a
2: championship or
1: bust year, John. It, it, it's a championship or bust year, but the 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 total lost year from Rob and we didn't even talk about Rob. Rob's comments today, and I don't want to get into it, was basically like, Most I need real quick, I need to move more, like yeah. to get. You know, <laughs>
3: Ramping up my, um, ramping up my movement in my movement routine.
1: Being able to move a little more in my movement. So right now his movement is is hindered by moving. Okay, what's yeah, What does in, this rehab getting, entail? If there's what's no Getting movement. in the way of his movement is moving. Um, which doesn't sound encouraging. And I'm guessing he just tripped on his words here. And what he's basically saying, I'm just trying to move better, which we get. Uh, yeah, but we've it,
3: been trying to move
1: better. We've been we've been trying to is get strain? You to, to move better and jump better and 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 shoot better and run better. And Show noth- up better. Nothing is working better. I but, hate
2: the tightness designation too. It, come on, it, it, is it a strain? It's his knee. Oh, this, I thought it was a hamstring. It is, well, but it's John's, a lie. John's. It's a lie. Yeah,
3: John's.
1: Okay. A whole different.
3: There you go. That's
1: what a I was diagnosis it's it, it's it's like if you just put a heat zone around the portion of the injury it's like yeah. it's one of those it's one of those like hurricane maps that trump you know with the sharpie <laughs> yeah. it's around yeah. the it's, that it's, hamstring but it catches a little of the knee. knee yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> and it's category five yeah at the it, knee it's right it's now. all around it you know <laughs> so yeah. but it's a. Uh, I mean, I, Bobby again, we tell you, It's a lost year for Rob. Smarts banged up and not playing well at all right now. Um and you out problems. of the fold. Lost year for Grant. Grant. Grant's a mess right. That's that's the whole point is you you make your calculations based on what you think you have in the fold and 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 what's working for you, okay? So you look at the pluses and minuses, you know. Uh Derek White's a big plus over where he was last year. Malcolm Brogdon was a big addition. Um so those Jay-on. things Those things alone should help you. I think Tatum and Smart, Tatum and Jalen are are doing exactly what Tatum and Jalen you expect them to do. Mm -hmm. Their scoring is slightly up, but so is their usage, so is their shot volume, but they're about the same in terms of the caliber of player they were last year. Not leaps and bounds better, but they are what Tatum and Brown are expected to be. And then off of that, Rob, who's the ceiling raiser, has been a total friggin' bust, Horford is still Horford, uh, and you've gone backwards now with Smart, backwards now with Grant. So you're lo- It's have you taken enough steps forward right. to 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 counterbalance some of the stuff that's taking you backwards? Um, not if you're a slam, dude. They were when everything was clicking, it was a slam dunk, punch your ticket to the finals team. Now it's a slug it and out. Can and they see-
3: flip a switch and get
2: back? Now it's that. a
1: slug it out and see what happens. No, but unless a flip the switch team. I- it's not a flip the switch. I think you need. I think.
2: I think there's some elements to that though, You John. need if Tatum's flying around and screening and rolling and doing all the things we saw him do, it isn't. But best he doesn't. No, but you don't think he could do that? He instead won't. he's apologizing he for won't. being sleepy.
1: He won't. Guy, Bobby, this is a we have to at some point accept that like this is a team that three times during the finals said they didn't come out with energy. That's a problem. It's always been a problem. So it's not as Jimmy said, it's not a talent thing. It's not a it's not a switch flipping team that just decides here we go balls to the wall every single game it's a team that constantly runs into has big games and big situations and it's like yeah we didn't really we didn't really come out of the gate with what the intensity we needed and it's just perplexing conference finals nba finals to be still having those conversations is nuts to me so i don't think they're flipping a switch they might get healthy and then kind of lock in what they're supposed to be doing from a rotation standpoint heading into the playoffs. And that's the best you can they hope for They don't even this know point. that yet, though. But and they that's have another, no clue.
2: That's another disappointing thing I had tonight because early I noticed Tatum's energy right away, and that was a big problem early in this one. But you go into that second unit, and you see Griffin, Hauser, and Brogdon again. You're like, all right, they found something. They're going to roll with it. Let's see how this goes. And then all of a sudden, Grant's back out. And then it's Cornette in the third, and you never see Griffin again. Remember all that talk about Griffin after the last game? Like he was about to fly in and replace Grant. And it was going to be a lock. Nobody we know said Griffin, that, Bobby. I, there was I, a lot I, of Griffin I,
1: I, hype coming out of last no, game. No, Bobby, nobody said that. There was a lot
3: that. of Griffin hype
2: coming no, out. No, there wasn't.
1: No, there wasn't. I
3: think he can contribute,
2: but
1: it was an acknowledgement of him having played well that game. I don't think anybody is pointing to Blake Griffin as a savior or somebody who's going to clearly supplant well, Grant. This is what I'm talking about. It's, with a Grant. Cu- it's more of a referendum on how poorly Grant is playing that Blake Griffin right now looks like he's more useful, which is sad. It's not because we're t- saying awesome things about Blake. It's it's more a knock on Grant and the way he's playing right now.
0: Yeah, Bobby, you know got, what I want?
3: got a lot of stuff to do over these last 14 games, or whatever it is. You know what I want, Bob, and it won't be until I guess the Celtics come back. But I want a Gallinari update. That's what I want.
1: Haircut. That's I the update. I saw the haircut. He's got a good haircut.
3: I want an update on his movement. I want to know if he's moving. At I the want same to know what he
1: orders in an Italian sandwich Rob's shop. Yeah. yeah, that's
3: true. I'll say this. It's I like don't I don't think you're gonna see Gallinari this year.
1: Boo! That's
3: not what you know. What I don't want your update anymore. (laughs) I'm gonna ask Joe Sway.
1: Yeah, uh, here's your Gallinari uh, uh, update. Mike Muscala. Okay, that's that's. (laughs) Did he play tonight? He didn't,
3: and that's why they lost.
2: That's another thing we gotta talk about is the deadline at some point. No, we really. Is there another
3: one? No,
2: (laughs) the what they did at the deadline,
3: or what they didn't do? Is
2: that what you're getting at? Yeah, you they, know I I like the pearl thing I always did. I thought I had a nice new element to the team. I think you're a boomer bust year. You you bought low on on a on a Mascala um, and you got what you paid for it looks like so again, far. Again,
1: you you again I would say sh- sure that's fine if you hadn't already made so many trades to improve this team. You made a trade last year using a first, and then you made a trade at the beginning of this year using a first. You I'll do only, it again, but you only make so many of those. How many teams have traded yeah. three firsts in the last three years?
2: All right, John. So when they lose in, in th- the playoffs, in three I wanna, trades. Uh, when they lose in the playoffs, I don't want to hear you upset. I want to hear you say, well, they still get those picks in a couple of years and that's going to add to their depth into the future. And, they don't matter. I mean, it's this year, and it's a championship-robust year. You have to get a bona fide
3: guy. It's not. A, it's not a one-win. This isn't the last year of like their window, though, Bobby. I mean, you can't. You can't just sell out for this year. It
2: depends how you're looking at. It. Like, are you going to bring back Grant? Are you going to keep this core in place if if they lose this year? There's a lot of different questions when you're looking at the outlook of this team because you could have kept Pearl potentially, and that's where it got tricky because he was a free agent and he probably won a big role which he got in toronto which is where this gets most complicated but you could have kept him around with it with a sizable offer after this year potentially now is he the guy i don't know i look at him in toronto he's playing great but he misses every free throw he takes and there's some concerns on defense i get it but you were buying into this double big thing you were looking for rob insurance and rob goes down and now they're back to small ball, and they really don't have Grant in there to supplant the um, front court depth. Horford, who I think has been sensational, really got hit hard in the lane tonight, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, but he's not – they that's, were, that's they his were thing. going at him.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's – you're not expecting that for him. What I find strange on these Horford games is him only attempting three shots and two from three can't, isn't a byproduct of Horford it's them not finding him. Yeah. Like it's so odd. Like he's there. Like, why are there games where he, you hit him and he takes six, seven threes and there are others. He has three shots total, but I mean, that's who he is right now. Anyway, we're going to spiral out of control for getting into this pretty bad loss. And we all know it. Uh, we thank you guys for hanging out with us and talking. Uh, what's our next Thanks, stop guys. Bobby Wednesday against the Minnesota. Bobby tweeted hours before the game. You know, this could be a six and zero road trip. For the Celtics. No, so,
2: that was a text. Text. That was
1: another. I'm sorry. It was. I meant. That's what I meant. An internal text. Um, so
2: <laughs> we'll that to, didn't
1: happen.
3: You can edit text now, so you can go back
1: and edit that. Como? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. We'll
2: have to. Uh, uh, uh yeah. Minnesota, our Portland, Utah yeah. Kings. How many wins are they getting out of those?
1: Two um let's tell you one more time about about our our guys over at Fanduel. uh check that out if you haven't already can't Uh, wait for the Danny. uh, pop over there fanduel.com slash boston if you want to sign up our exclusive wagering partners clns media network and here at the garden report as we said bet five get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed you can scan that little code situation right there if you want to get in on it uh fanduel.com slash boston please check it out guys where are we right now where are we here Where are we? Oh,
3: Oh. I think the meter is pointing to where we are.
1: Yeah. This is the original panic meter.
3: I love that. Oh, there you go. I wish it was moving. Cut me and Joe Sway out of there. Yeah. Look how happy you are though. In that second, look at the other one. That's how you are when it's, <laughs> when it's panic time.
1: Uh, they, they took a picture of me where I've got uh, my uh, glow rings around my neck from whatever my daughters were doing that night. No,
3: this is this is you watching like a Celtics meltdown in the fourth quarter. That's what you look like.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't believe I'm gonna put on lipstick. I'm so upset. <laughs> I am so upset. Where's my lipstick?
2: Look at uh, me. Still, we're still number two. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby, that's, that's in this picture, over there.
3: like what? What like video game did they pull that picture view out of? Where you like the hero? <laughs> I love Nick does the best graphics in the
2: world. I don't. Oh, I don't care don't what you guys say. say that.
1: Don't say he'll hear you, and then he'll make them a lot oh, more. No.
3: Well, he's gonna text us 100
2: more. Worry, oh, use, this one, use this one.
1: Use this one. Use this <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. All right. What? What's the vote? Is it the OG Panic Meter?
2: I like that if that one was moving, it'd be exceptional. Or this. this one's not moving either.
1: Yeah. No, Bobby, but the other one actually moves movement.
2: if it I'll send it to you guys in the
3: text, but it moves. It
1: Once again, new New old. old. I like the
3: old. I'm obviously gonna get pick old because I'm on it. <laughs> That's Wait, uh, I, yeah, they don't have the other two on the other one.
1: No, they don't. Yeah, so uh, one thing choice. we're going to tell you that we didn't uh, announce, it, uh, we'll probably roll it out um, ahead of Wednesday's game, is the uh, latest Garden Report braf- bracket of Garden Report-isms. Uh, things oh. we say on the show, things that we roll out on the show. We did this last year. The winner far and away, runaway winner, was Phenomenal, the rules this year. Phenomenal doesn't get to be part of the bracket. Phenomenal oh, is retired, out. someone else's retired thing
2: it. win this year? Because I – uh, are we going to talk about what's in the field at all here? Are we going to leave? No, it we'll, we'll
1: roll it out. We'll put it out on Twitter, and then we'll do some polls. You Wednesday. guys can vote on Twitter, uh, and we'll also put up a poll in the show. We'll tabulate all of them. We'll get to the Sweet 16 at the end of this weekend, and then we'll keep whittling it down from there. So. I don't
3: even know. like college
2: I basketball. have a very powerful no – idea. I think I'm the favorite to win again this year with one of my things, but uh, you we'll might think. be. Most it's, likely,
3: it's gonna be Luke's
2: Lemon Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, sneaky one seed. <laughs> though I'm making uh, John's pies and water bottles. Oh, that's that, that was know? like a, a, yeah,
2: the pies are like a, a good one. That was like a conference champion, John. Like this new team that came out of nowhere
3: to the field. Out of yeah. nowhere, got hot at the right time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right when it mattered most,
2: got hot at the wrong. I ice. see a yeah. sleepers in here though.
3: Yeah, is it too late to add a uh, John Sandwich Shop to the uh, to the Garden Report?
1: Uh, no, we can. Right no, uh, they
2: they've, they missed it next year.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hold on, I might have something for it. Brockton
3: us. Wi-Fi is probably. Is that one back? Oh, we're not supposed to tell people what's what's on. There. I can toss a few out there. There's a few good ones. I mean, that's a that's an OG. Wow, one. I see a good uh, eight seed and.
2: In hand size.
3: Oh, I don't know there's how moving. That ended up as a... There it is. There you go, Bob. Oh, look at that! <laughs> there it is. The panic meter. I think people are. Most. I, I think a lot of people are between me and John right now. Yeah, let's I see think, it again. I think if where you're are not, we? where are we? I think Hold if on. you're not, Hold you're. On. It. <laughs> I think if you're not, you're in denial. Yeah. <laughs> really. Oh man. The no, difference wait, wait. is me and John have been there for. two know, different two words. For me <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, but first we're like, are they as good as we thought? I was because like, we th- I thought they were really good. You know, yeah. it's like I'm not sure. Well, I sounded the alarm. first? <laughs> they might not. That. Okay.
2: Like, okay. The well, three. The three. Give me the give, give them the, give them the award. Like the three stuff really worried me
1: from the start. Um, it flipped the heads. Bobby's on the room. Bobby's in the panic. <laughs> no, but, panic but it's it, for
2: me. It's worry. I I'm worried. Put Bobby
1: in the panic room.
2: I'm not yeah. panicking. I don't think there's anything <laughs> worth panicking about right you now. just
3: said you were this close to like calling the season over
1: blorp is Jimmy no so I good. said
3: and I, I, I am blorp,
2: and I, am I, blorp. <laughs> I said I'm this close to saying they'll fall short I still stand by what I said um last week there's no way they lose round one or round two I think they're still sizably better than the field uh three through whatever in the conference but it might be harder than it than it needs to be in those series which is where it would get concerning especially against the philly like i don't think philly could beat boston in a series but you might go seven with the parade of free throws and a bunch of banging and okay you don't love that
1: it's officially tomorrow so we're gonna wrap it clock struck midnight good night guys sandwiches water bottles blorp blorp, banging Warp still hanging around in there? Floor panic meters. We've got it all. Panic meters. We're going to wrap it. We'll see you guys. Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel.